Okay, hi, hello, my creepy lovelies. Welcome back to the Creepy Cryptid Crypt. I am your host, Black Widow, and welcome to our first What the Fuck Friday. Happy New Year, y'all. 2023, another year, another number. Um, so, uh, like I said in, I think, my last couple episodes, this segment is going to be based on me keeping y'all up uh, in the loop on any true crime news in the world. So what I do is I research and record um, Thursday at some point, and then you guys will hear it tomorrow morning on Friday. So uh, <coughs> pardon. I'm doing this on my lunch break, so things might be a little chaotic. I also want to note that I will not be uploading Instagram photos for What the Fuck Friday. Um, just because a lot of these things are like active and still unfolding. So, so you know, just so you know. So our first What the Fuck Friday um, is on our Idaho, oh goodness, I just bumped the mic, oh, sorry, is on the uh, Idaho four murders. And I don't know how many of you are following these brutal murders, um, but they have successfully booked their suspect into the Idaho jails. Uh, Brian Kohlberg, I think it is, is their suspect. And they have successfully extradited him from Pennsylvania. Um, the four victims are 20-year-old Ethan Chapin and Xena, Zena Kernodle, um, who were, they were dating at the time. And then 20-year-old Kaylee Conclave and 20-year-old Madison Mogan. Um, everybody was stabbed multiple times. It's theorized likely that they were asleep when it all happened. Um, and these occurred on the second and the third floors of the six bedroom house that they all shared with two other roommates, um, which apparently was really close to their Idaho campus because they all went to the University of Idaho. Ugh, sorry. And then um, the two roommates on the lowest level, so I'm, I'm going to go with like the basement level, were not attacked. And that has caused like a whole kerfuffle in itself. Like if you are on TikTok and you're on the true crime side of TikTok, you've seen a lot of people who are like comparing the two surviving roommates, like social media is the timeframes of the murders. And they're like, there's no way they didn't know, blah, blah, blah. We don't know anything yet. So until everything is made public and official on court record, this is all we know. All of that speculation. Um, the victims and the roommates were students at the University of Idaho, like I said. <coughs> oh, it's Koberger. Sorry. The suspect Koberger was pursuing a doctorate in criminal justice and criminology at the um, Washington State University, which is apparently super close. It's like seven-mile drive. And um, reportedly, he had driven with his dad in a 2015 white Hyundai Elantra from Pullman, Washington to Pennsylvania before the cops like had time to question him um, in Idaho. And the police had stated that they were looking for that car because they think it was seen near the crime scene. And so when they went and extradited him, they took the car too. Um, so I don't think he's been arranged yet. So keep an eye out for that. The story is like totally fucking wild. Um, and actually a lot of the theories are causing absolute fucking chaos. Um, Sorry, I'm so sniffling. There's one TikToker out there who went ahead and made an 11-part series on how she has solved the crime. And the perpetrator was actually a professor, a history professor at the University of Idaho. Um, this professor has since had to get legal counsel 
and their lawyer has served two cease and desist letters because it's getting to a point now where <clears throat> this individual who has solved the murder and saying it's this history professor, like it's causing all kinds of problems. The professor and her family are getting death threats. They are in like major danger. It's a whole big thing. So um, shit's getting real crazy. I know we have our First Amendment rights, but like... Maybe be smart about it. I don't know. I think like you can have your theories and that's all well and good. But when you have a big platform like that, you have to be super careful. And I also, I don't know about you, but I'm terrified of fucking cease and desist like that. Like if I get one, I'm like, okay, I'm out. I'm done. Or can I talk about it this way? Like I'm not going to keep fucking pursuing it. And not, no, like this person has children like, and they obviously, they picked up somebody else. So until the authorities are questioning this history professor, like, leave her the fuck alone, dude. Like, come on. So that's our crazy update on the Idaho story. Um, and I have to take a second and cough. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, this next... Okay, this next piece of true crime news um, is a little personal for me, and it will be for some of my listeners, so just trigger warning, y'all. You know who you are. Um, there's also likely going to be some yelling from me um, in regard to this story, so, so feel free to, like, turn me down a notch or two just in case. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get, like, super loud, but... Um, I'm pretty, pretty upset about this one. So, uh, the next true crime story is on the murder of Riverside County Deputy Isaiah Cordero. Um, so first off, let me just express my condolences to the family. If y'all ever hear this, like, I am so, so sorry. My family and I know what you're going through. Um, and we'll see if I can even get through this little news story without crying. Who knows? We'll see. Um... So from the Department of Riverside's page, they said that on May 5th, Deputy Cordero began his service with our uh, department as correctional deputy, and then he graduated from the 73rd Corps Academy. During his time as a correctional deputy, he worked on assignments at the Larry D. Smith Correctional Facility in the Indio Jail. In February of 2018, he began the 204th Basic Academy and was promoted to deputy sheriff. As a deputy, he worked at Robert Presley Detention Center and with the Larry D. Correctional Facility before transferring to his current assignment at the, I'm going to say this wrong, Europa Valley Station. It's spelled Jeruba, but I think it's Europa. Um, deputy Cordero then completed motor school in September of 2022 and was working uh, in motors, so like as traffic enforcement at the time of his death. So... <clears throat> Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, you can't just go from, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. In the state of California, most departments, if you are working under a sheriff, you have to serve a little bit of time or your first two years in the correctional department. A lot of people use this time to kind of hone their social skills and see, you know, what kind of things they can pick up and learn about specific types of criminals, like gang members and stuff. Um, so I'd like to put out there that Deputy Cordero went through two academies, he had extensive training, and, like, I just, 
I know a lot of people are out there like, whoa, whoa, cops don't get trained enough anyway. No. He had plenty of training. He was doing his job. This is... So, sorry. Tangent. So, um... Essentially what happened was uh, Deputy Cordero was making a traffic stop, and as he started to approach the vehicle, the suspect pulled a gun on him and shot him. Um, Some witnesses called 911 to try to get him help in time. Unfortunately, as we know, Deputy Cordero passed away. Um, And this is where I'm kind of going to start yelling. So what gets me, like, super fucked up about... This whole thing is not only, like, the blatant disregard for human life and for the life of a first responder, but it's the fact that Deputy Cordero was doing his job. He was simply pulling this individual over, hadn't even initiated a conversation or anything, and just from the start, just was shot at from the start. So I have a big fucking issue with that. Like... Big fucking issue. Um, The biggest fucking issue I have is that the suspect who killed him should have been in fucking jail. Should have been in jail. Should have been in jail. And I say this a hundred times over in all of these episodes. Not these episodes, but any of my episodes. We have to stop letting people out. We can't keep being lenient with these violent fucking criminals. Because then they go back out and they fucking kill more people. It's like, I feel like I say this every fucking episode. Why is this so hard to understand? It's really like, fucking come on. McKay, the suspect, Rex, I'm okay. I'm just, I'm a little upset. Don't worry. Um, McKay, the suspect, has and had, sorry, had, past tense, an extensive, violent past and criminal history and was convicted of his third strike in November 2021. In that case involved a kidnapping with an assault of a deadly weapon, which should have resulted in him being sentenced to 25 years to life. Should have happened. This guy should have been in prison. Fucking two years ago, almost at this point. A year and a half ago, okay? Like, should have been in prison. Should not have been out there. This shouldn't have happened. Plain and fucking simple. But... What the judge decided to do, as some of these California judges just fucking have a terrible habit of doing, is they said, oh yeah, no, you know what? Um, Kidnapping and assault with a a deadly weapon, that's really not that serious, so I'm going to lower your bail. So he made bail, and he got out. He got out. So that's why he was out. And let me just, like, refresh y'all's brain real quick on, like, what the third strike law is. So the third strike law is active in 28 different states, and it was enacted in the state of California in 1944. And it requires a defendant convicted of any new felony, having already had one prior conviction of a serious felony, to be sentenced to state prison for twice the term otherwise provided for the crime. So he, it's his third strike. He already has... At least one other very serious felony. He should have definitely received fucking 25 years in prison. What the shit? But it gets worse. The same judge 
released McKay again after he was arrested for failing to appear at his sentencing along with additional criminal charges. He should have been in prison serving 25 years instead of being free and being... Mm -mm. And because he was so concerned about going back to prison because he already had two lucky fucking passes, he just decides... I'm out on bail. She let me go. She let me go again. I still I'm on my third strike. Like, I'm just going to pull a gun on whoever pulls me over and kill him. Like, fuck, no. 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 Stop. And what, I already said this, I know, but like, what gets me fucked up is that like, made bail, okay? Fine. Fails to appear. Judge is like, oh yeah, that's fine. But there's additional criminal charges. There is no fucking record of him being rehabilitated or making any effort to be a better fucking person. So why the fuck is this judge just like, Mimo, Mimo, go ahead, be free, be out. Like, no. No. And this is like one of the many, many, many reasons we need, when we put people in jail... We have to keep them there. There are some people who don't deserve to be out. They haven't been rehabilitated. And they're a fucking danger to society. Like, he led a police chase after that. He just drove off. Drove off. And then, when his cars hit the fucking spike... I want to say rail, but it's not a rail. Strip. There you go. The spike strip ending the chase, he just decided... Oh, I'm just gonna shoot some more. So he opened fire on more officers. He could have killed more people. Not to mention all of the fucking civilians who were around when all of this happened. No regard for life. None. Like, it just... The, the, um... Officers in the chase ended up killing the suspect in their return fire to protect themselves. So it's just like, it, at least, you know, his family doesn't have to do... Slinky, come over here. Come over here. I can't reach you. His family doesn't have to wait five plus years to go to trial to see if maybe he'll actually be held accountable for his fucking actions. Actions. Like, at least, you know, they don't have to do that. But, I, I mean, that judge, from what I know, is still a judge. So I want to know what the fuck you're doing. Oh, gosh. Hang on one second. Slinky's worried. So I have to pick him up. Okay, there you go. It's okay. We're not mad at you. We're mad at this judge in San Bernardino. Yeah. And most California judges. They just can't, can't seem to pull their heads out of their fucking asses. Like, so, I'd like to know why this judge is still a judge and what other dangerous people they've let go. Because, like, clearly this is something they've been doing. And then it's ultimately like, okay, well, how safe is the community of fucking San Bernardino? Who is ensuring that the laws and the consequences of breaking those laws is being followed through on? Like, officers are enforcers of the law. Senators, governors, all of those people, 
they write and sign the laws. But judges, they have the follow-through part. It's their job to make sure after the individual has been arrested and convicted by a jury of their peers that they go serve their time. Not, not let out. Not a low bail. What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, I just... It's, it, I'm sorry. I'm super fucking upset because I think it's, it's fucking disgusting. It's fucking shameful. Like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. And it happens all the time. They did the same fucking thing. They didn't do the same thing. They gave a lesser sentence to another individual who opened fire on police officers. Like... If these, if, let me, if we are setting the standard for criminals in the community, we're saying, okay, you committed a crime, but you don't, here's your bail. If you make your bail, you're out. Oh, if you don't make your bail hearing, that's fine. I don't care. Uh, also, if you like commit a worse crime, I don't care. And if you go out and you kill somebody again, or you kill somebody in general, like, oh well. Like, do you guys see what that fucking says about you as judges? You're setting the standard for the community that there's no fucking repercussions for taking a human life. Or for threatening a human life. Or for kidnapping people. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you know what? I just, I hope... I, in all the articles I could find, they won't list the judge. If I really want to sit down, I could probably go look through the San Bernardino record database and see if I can find any court documents, but I don't want to pay for that. Like, I, I hope your community finds out who you are and they vote you out because you don't fucking deserve to be a judge. And I hope that you sit there and you realize the gravity of your fucking consequences because now a family doesn't have a son. Just fucking... Fucking deplorable person you are. So. Probably should have started with the Idaho one because I was less angry then. Sorry. Ended with the Idaho one because I was less angry then. But... Um, <clears throat> that's... That's all I got. Again, at least the suspect is off the streets, so he can't make bail again, and he can't hurt anybody else. Um, and again, thankfully, the Cordero family won't have to go through a trial or spend, excuse me, years getting to a trial. Uh, I hope they get the resources they need and have all of the time and space to grieve after the funeral service, because uh, they're going to need all of their strength for all the memorials and police week and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, so that's all I've got. If you are tired of listening to me yell about, uh, people getting out early, make sure you're registered to vote. Make sure you pay attention to who you're voting in and you look at their platforms, 
and all of that stuff. We have the ability to figure out where we can help make these changes. So let's be smart. Let's fucking make them. Like, I can complain all day, but I'm only going to make a difference if I'm getting out there and I'm voting. So I realize you can't vote on anything right now. I'm just putting it in your brain when all of that comes up again. Um... Yeah, so that concludes our first What the Fuck Friday. Thank you for joining me, Black Widow, here at the Crypt. Um, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and whatever else there is. Uh, go forth and be the good in the world today. Go have a good weekend. Make smart choices. Be a good human. And I will talk at you guys on Wednesday. So, until next week. Singing, do you want to say bye? No, you're asleep? Okay. Goodbye!